Damn. Are you listening? Hey there, boxing fans around the world. Thanks for joining me and Mike here on uh, Knuckle, Knuckle Up. It's not Knuckle Up. <laughs> Who's got that headline wrong? Here on uh, Talking oh. Fight, we've got an episode of the Friday Night Panel featuring Mike Musnokes. So uh, we, we've just got one big-ass card to talk about, right, Mike? Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah, let's Honestly, talk about it. Let's talk about it. Yeah, let's just get right into it. And definitely it's going to be a good one. Uh, everybody should know. We've all been waiting for this one, man. It's it's the Tiafoma Lopez versus Pedro Campo card. Um, this one, you know, Lopez, the former lightweight champion, will face Mexican veteran Pedro Roca Campa in the 10-round main event tomorrow night at the Resorts World Event Center and Resorts World Las Vegas. Uh, in the eight-round junior middleweight co-feature, rising Puerto Rican star Xander Zayas steps up in class against Elias Latin Kid Espadas. Uh, this one's great, man. I uh, can't wait to can't wait to see this one. It is the only big one going on this weekend. You know, Lopez, sixteen and one with twelve KOs, Brooklyn native who now resides in Las Vegas, makes his twenty twenty debut following a whirlwind past few years that saw him graduate from prospect to lightweight king. Uh, he became a viral sensation with a first round one punch knockout over Mason Menard in December of twenty eighteen. One year later, he captured the IBF world title with a second-round destruction over Richard Kami. Lopez became the unified and lineal lightweight champion in October of 2020 with a unanimous decision over pound-for-pound pound legend Vasily Lomachenko. Um, Lopez's lightweight reign came to a shocking end last November when George Cambosis Jr. climbed off the canvas during a split decision in what many experts call the upset of the year. Now at junior welterweight and fully recovered from assorted injuries, Lopez is set to conquer a second weight class. Uh, you know, he's thankful to be back. Uh, you know, he's been looking forward to this since his last fight. Um, you know, he's had a lot of complications, but he's looking forward to, you know, towards the future and, uh, you know, better things. He says he's here to take over the 140 pound division, just like he did at 135. Um and, you know, this is a big step up for him, man. Campa, you know, 34, one and one with 23 knockouts. He's fighting out of, uh, you know, Mexico. Uh, is unbeaten in eight fights since the lone loss on his ledger. Uh, you know, he's conducting an eight-week camp in Southern California under the watchful eye of the new head trainer, Manny Robles, uh, who led Oscar Valdez and Andrew Ruiz, uh, among many others, to world championship glory. Uh, Campa is coming off a third-round knockout over Carlos Sanchez Valdez, uh, who entered the bout at 22 and 0? Uh, you know, this one I can't wait to see. Uh, Graham, what are your thoughts on uh, Lopez? You know, climbing up to 140 and uh, you know trying his hat in that in that game. Do you think he's going to be able to be as dominant as he was at 135? Uh, let, let me just backtrack just one brief moment. I'm going I'm to reiterate what uh, Katie Taylor said. If you're going to prove yourself in in the sport of boxing, you have to move up. You can't move down uh, once you're a champion and uh, Lopez is a champ. He's got to move up anyway. Camp is a, a solid, solid uh, veteran opponent. Uh, but uh, if you take a look at the odds makers out there, <laughs> it's pretty, pretty obvious who they're picking. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think uh, Tiafimo Lopez is going to have an issue uh, beating uh, Camp. 
anyway, that's it. I, I don't think so. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not going to say like like like. I know Natalie liked to to carve on the journeyman and all that kind of stuff, but I don't really think Camp is a journeyman. I don't. I don't yeah. think he's a gatekeeper in any way. But I just think he's a he's a veteran. He's a veteran fighter. He's going to put up a good fight with Tim Fulton Lopez. Uh, but I do think Lopez is going to come out on top. There you go. That's uh, what I think. Honestly, I think Lopez is going to come out on top. I'm pretty excited to see what he's going to do with that extra five pounds. Uh, you know, Lopez being a heavy hitter already. Um, you know. The, the kids, he's 16 and one. And, you know, uh, up until that last loss, which was a controversial split decision. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, to move up and think that he's going to just dominate. I don't know. We'll see what it's going to be like after, after tomorrow's fight, but I am curious to see what he's going to be like with that extra five pounds. Will it slow him down? Uh, will, will it cause, you know, problems with his stamina? We'll, we'll see. It's all, it's all a matter of time. Till tomorrow night, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, I'm rooting for my man, Lopez. I'd like to see him, uh, you know, come in here, dominate with a great performance, and, uh, you know, come through with a big finish. That, that's, that's what I think. Yeah, you know, it's funny. We, we, we've actually been following uh, Lopez since day one of our very first broadcast, I think. Yeah. He's been, on our he's been on our radar, and now look where he's at. And I think if you look at how Canelo Alvarez has moved up and, wait, and not had any problems whatsoever, uh, right. you know, I think, I think the Mexicans are – well trained, and I think they're—I don't know—just they're well prepared when when they move. They know what they're doing. They 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 may not be moving up into the the heavier weight classes, but within right. these light to, to middleweight classes, they're they're brilliant, and they're well trained and they're they're well prepared, as I said. So yeah, I think I think Lopez has his hands full, but I think he will win. Definitely, you know, it's been nearly two years since Teofimo Lopez has fought on ESPN, and uh, you know. The former lightweight king is primed to return in a devastating fashion. And, you know, making his welterweight debut, this is going to be great. And against such a good uh, opposition, man, Pedro Roca Campa. You know, this is uh, this is definitely a step up for him. You know, and then we have in the eight-round junior middleweight co-feature, we got the Puerto Rican sensation, Xander Zayas. Uh, he will take on Elias Espadas. Uh, I'm super excited for this, man. I love watching this kid every time he jumps in the ring. Xander Zayas, you know, the 19-year-old phenom from San Juan, you know, he bolstered his status as one of the boxing's top prospects after going 6-0 in 2021. He knocked out durable veterans like uh, Friars, uh, Carpency, and went uh, the sixth-round distance with New Mexico native uh, uh, Jose Luis Sanchez. You know, Xander's made his 2020 debut in March, going eight rounds for the first time with his uh, – uh, Les Vallis. And, you know, he scheduled June 11th return was scrapped after he contracted a non-COVID related viral infection. Uh, Zayas is healthy and primed to fight uh, tomorrow night. And he's taken on Espadas, who is 22 and four with 15 KOs, you know, a native of the, Yuc uh, the Yucatan, Mexico. He has never been knocked out. He has not lost since the close 2018 decision to Olympic bronze medalist uh, Falco. And this is going to be some great undercard action or sorry co-main event action uh you know zaz he can't wait to get back in the ring after what happened in june you know uh it's all in his past and he's a hundred percent recovered and you know he's thankful for the support that he got and uh this one what uh what are your thoughts on this fight because i know this one we've all been waiting to see Z uh, xander zayas get back in the ring you know prospect of the year you know knockouts of, of the year you know runner up like the kid is just on fire with his climb through the ranks right now what uh, what are your outcome for this? Because I'm 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 going Zayas all the way here. 
uh, I'm not going to disagree. My thoughts are pretty well parallel to what I just said about Lopez. I mean, he's going to have his hands full in, in, a, in a, a really decent uh, challenger and veteran spot us. But, uh, you know, let, let's go with the odds makers here. I mean, uh, Espadas is an underdog on this fight. Uh, I, th I think Z I think Zayas has got it. You know, I think uh, realistically, no matter how you slice it up, um, you know, the cards are what they are. Uh, anyway, I'm not going to argue with it. That, one, that one's going to be a great fight as well. I'm looking forward to seeing that. But I do yeah. believe Zayas has that victory in his in his no. under his belt. Under his belt yeah, definitely. I definitely think Zayas is going to take this one. Uh, then, you know, in the undercard action, this one is streaming live on ESPN Plus, guys. Um, you know, we got Las Vegas-born junior lightweight contender Andreas Savage Cortez. He's 17-0 and 0 with 10 knockouts. You know, he steps up in an eight-round title against Abraham, Abraham Montoya, who is 23-1 with 14 KOs. Uh, you know, Cortez has won three straight fights by stoppage, including last August first round, blitzing of former world title challenger uh, Genesis Cervania. Uh, Montoya is coming off a razor-thin majority decision uh, loss to top prospect Gabriel Flores Jr. So, you know, these guys both coming off some different kinds of fights here. This one is going to, this one's going to be good, man. And this one tops the undercard action. So guys, make sure you tune in for the undercard action. You're not going to want to miss this. Uh, that gets started, I believe, uh, 6.30 PM Eastern on, uh, on ESPN plus for that, for that one. So guys, make sure that you mark that time. Now you're not going to want to miss this because also in undercard action, featherweight us Olympic silver medalist, Duke Reagan, <coughs> <clears throat> Duke Reagan, who is 6-0 with one knockout from Cincinnati, returns yeah. in a six-rounder against fellow unbeaten uh, D'Angelo Fuentes, who is 7-0 with four knockouts. Uh, huge, huge. And then we got middleweight Olympian Troy Isley. Again, 6-0, four knockouts. You know, Reagan's Olympic yeah. teammate from the Tokyo Games. We'll see action in a six-rounder against Victor Tony, who is 6-1-1 with five knockouts. Uh, Isley knocked out Dante Stubbs in the sixth round in his last outing. So he's coming off a wonderful victory, a great knockout. So he's going to be riding that hype train, looking to do mean business and, uh, you know, take out Victor Tony probably in the same kind of fashion. And then we got lightweight prospect Charlie Sheehy, who, uh, you know, we've profiled on this show before, just like Reagan and Isley and all these guys, another prospect to be watching. He's 3-0 with three knockouts, 100% right now. Uh, making his second pro appearance at Resorts World Las Vegas in a four-rounder, uh, while Puerto Rican junior welterweight standout Omar Rosario, who we've also talked about at 7-0 with two knockouts, will fight in that six-rounder. So this one is really, really good. And then we have a featherweight battle scheduled for eight rounds, veteran contender Jose Enrique Vivas, who is 21-2 with 11 knockouts, will take on Eddie Valencia, who is 19-7-6 with seven KOs. Uh, to you know, round out the top here and the 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 bottom of the uh, the undercard here. So this one, uh, you know, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a great match. Uh, definitely some great boxing. Definitely some great up and comers to watch here. And uh, you know, and then we get to see Tiafoma Lopez performing at the 140, which is great to top off the card for uh, you know the big fight this weekend. And that's that's what we're talking about. That's what it is. Are you excited to see any of these young young cats coming up here? Because I know I'm pretty excited to see Reagan Isley. She, he back in action. These guys, you know, uh, they they tend to uh, make it pretty exciting every time they're in the ring. So definitely great, some great boxing for this weekend. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, 
like you, I cover these guys on on the, the weekday news report. Uh, I'm always uh, promoting, if you will, uh, the up-and-comers just like you do. Uh, so w when you have a, a really, really good card like this, stack uh, down below. Uh, we're great fighters. Uh, oh, it, no, could you turn that, that little TV down? Just a little. <laughs> All right. <laughs> my, my comments got eclipsed by... Uh, <laughs> I, I, oh, look at, the, look at the baby. What up, little kid? Hi. <laughs> Tim, that's Tim, that's, that's Tim's new producer. That's the that's the uh very last grandchild. Wow. Yeah, she 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 the youngest grandbaby. Her name is Nova. Hi say Nova. Hi Nova. Say hi, <laughs> say hi Mama. <laughs> you and honestly, honestly, that's the youngest. That's the youngest Witherspoon. Oh, she's so generation. cute. She's say so hi, cute. Mama. Say hi. I'm beautiful. I'm beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's Nova. Now she taking my play. Now she taking my play. <laughs> yeah, she the youngest out of all the grandkids. Wow. Tim. Now she's trying to steal my show. Pick, I gotta pick your brain for a minute, Tim. Because you know okay. our, our boy Tia Foma Lopez, he's in action this weekend. I know you were giving him some defense pointers uh on the street. We seen the video, right? Giving him some, uh, giving him some pointers. How do you think he's gonna, he's gonna, uh, you know, step up into the one forty category? How do you think he's gonna do tomorrow night? Um, he definitely gonna, he definitely gonna have to um, tighten his defense up. You know, his, his harder punches. Yeah. Um, and the kind of, the kind of skills he was showing me is not the skills that you learn when you first started. It's just simultaneously movement, like. Mm -hmm. When somebody throw punches, which you don't can't teach nobody, it's all natural. Right. So he might have to buckle down and learn basics, blocking, slipping, and slow down a little bit. I, you know, I, you know, he's a lighter weight, right? Yeah, yeah. He's he he previously so he might, he was previously one thirty five. Now he's up. He's he's, he's debuting tomorrow one forty. So he's gone up five pounds. Uh, you know, and five pounds makes a difference, right, champ? I, I guess I guess it does. You know. Um, it really is how you maneuver, how you how you deep, you know, block punches and how adorance, how you adorance and how how you know tough you are. I do right. oh no. Yeah. <laughs> it it, it sure matter to Jake Paul. Hold on. <laughs> oh, speaking of Jake Paul, um yeah. Katie Taylor blasting him out, uh asking for the rematch for oh, uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. fight. Katie Taylor goes on blast, talks about it, and uh, you know she she's. I'm sorry, my. No problem, champ. Okay. But yeah, definitely. Uh, that that that's hilarious, man. Uh, but honestly, champ, I know you were giving. I know you were giving Tia Fomo some uh, some little lessons on the street there, showing her how to tighten up that D a little bit. Maybe we will get to see some of the you know some of the uh, the pointers that you gave him on the street uh, in action tomorrow night. That'd be nice to see. If that's, he takes. Yeah, if he takes if he takes the advice that you gave him, you know we might see a little bit of a different Tiafoma Lopez. You know, tighten up oh, that man. defense, using that uh, using that head movement a little better. I think it's gonna be uh, I think it's gonna be a great event tomorrow night. Uh, it's the yeah. only big big fight going on, so I'm excited for it. Oh man, are you looking forward to next weekend's fights though? Yeah, oh. yeah, I'm just trying to keep my my, my um, laptop on. Hold on, <laughs> <laughs> no problem, Jim. Yeah. 
Maybe Herbie. Well, that, next Philip Hergovic and uh, Zhang going at it next oh. weekend. And yeah. wow. from Saudi Arabia, we're going to have Antin Joshua and Alexander Yusek finally. And if, if Tyson Fury finally really has retired, like if he really does vacate that belt, then we've got a good showdown coming up in the heavyweight division after that. I, I, heard, I, heard, I heard some rumors that Fury was telling Dillian White to sign the damn contract. So let's, uh, let's see what happens. And let me tell you, have you guys seen Usyk? He's looking like a heavyweight now. He's uh, yeah. he's put on some mass. He's really uh, he's really taking this serious, man. He's uh, he's looking. You know real- what? I I think if 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 Rogovic beats Zhang next weekend, yeah, and it doesn't matter who wins, Joshua or Usyk, the winner of Joshua Usyk fight should fight Rogovic because that would be a just a barn burner of a fight. Because I'm not a big fan of Tyson Fury's fighting style anyway. It's all jab and grab kind of stuff. And uh, although he's powerful, he's big, he's nasty, he's a big brute. But he has officially retired. So let's see if he vacates that belt and let's see if he truly steps aside because that will unclog the heavyweight division. Yeah, you know, like next next weekend, next weekend, yeah, I'm looking forward to the fights. There's a lot of cards. You know, yeah. we've got the, we got the Neverette and Baez. Uh, that, that's yeah. going to be a great card in itself. Because, you know, on that one, it, we've also got – uh, Santillian, who's who's on that card as well. Nico Ali Walsh back in action. Um, yeah. You know, on the undercard, you got uh, Lindolfo Delgado. You got Omar Aguilera. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of great uh, Xavier Martinez, uh, Alejandro Guerrero. Like this this card's going to be great. Uh, another good one to watch. And then next weekend as well, we got the Bronner and Figueroa. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, that's that's going to be another card uh, that's going to be great, man. You know, uh, Bronner, 34-4-1, man, taking on uh, Figueroa, who's 28-2-1. This one's going to be a great a great matchup there for sure. And then, you know, we got Gutierrez on this card as well. We got Garcia, who is 15. And, no, like, there's some great matchups coming next weekend. So definitely, guys, be on the lookout for that. And then, obviously, we got the USEC, Joshua, too. Uh Usyk looking like a beast, man, coming into this one. So, you know, Anthony Joshua, you uh, you definitely have your hands full with this one. Definitely have his hands full with this one. You, you, you know, um, I do believe that if Anthony Joshua would stand his ground instead of bouncing around and had a little bit more skills, I don't think the last fight would have last. They, no, had, him bouncing, they had him bouncing around, um, and he's a heavyweight. He's got to prove to everybody he's a heavyweight champ. Now he yeah. can stand in front and slip, slip, you know, bing, bing, and stand his ground instead of bouncing around. Yeah. Show this guy who the boss is. Yeah. He lacked his skills in that fight. Yeah, he did. And he, I think he did the wrong thing. And and I think this time if he stand there, keep his defense tight, dig with shots, dig defense, block his block his jet, move and stay close with a good defense. He can get him out early. They send him down. To, I have nothing against Garcia. Yeah, his son was successful, but but I don't know if the dad could deliver for a heavyweight like that. I'm just saying. So right. I think they went to the wrong place. Um, they might might be wrong. I might be wrong. I think they went to the wrong place. But he shouldn't be bouncing around. Stand his ground and get this smaller guy out of there. Yeah, with a good defense. Yeah, definitely. Um, this one. I don't know. I don't know what uh, Usyk's weighed in at, but uh, he's he's definitely put on a crap load of weight for this one. Yeah. He put on some weight. He's going to be a little bit slower. Like I'll say real bit, quick. Yeah. 
He's gonna be a little I'll bit. I said real quick, there. if Mayweather and um, Lomachenko was a little bit slower and out of shape, they wouldn't be making it because they got natural skills. They don't have A, B, and C skills. You know, don't have they. They do have some of them, but they don't be standing there. They be moving natural, and especially Yusuf. Yusuf. So they gotta be in shape to perform like that mm-hmm. and to win these fights. If they're just a little bit less, they have a problem. So with you, with Yusuf, he bounces around a lot, and I think you're gonna see the same Yusuf, but in good shape. But Joshua, I don't know. I don't know. Because he was bouncing and moving, hitting, don't be hit. And he's a champ. You're supposed to take it to him and let him know who's the boss and get him out of there if you can. Yeah. Um, he didn't have that attitude. No, but last time. And plus, he wasn't really – Joshua wasn't really listening to his corner uh, the way he no. should have been in the last fight. And you could see that in in the frustration, uh, you know, from his from his corner people, man. You could see because that Because he don't fight. know. You yeah. don't know. There's a lot of boxers making money, but they don't have the knowledge of, of if you can take care see where I'm coming from. You you'll listen to a guy that's got a billion dollars, but you won't listen <laughs> to a guy that only got fifty thousand and and he's got got a lot of knowledge. You listen yeah. to the guy that has all that money. So that's what the, that's what these young boxers are doing. They got the money. Everybody gonna listen to them. They sucking up to them. Oh my God! I hope this don't go there. It's a good show. <laughs> It is. It, it, My it's, it's honestly. Yeah, so bottom line, that's that's uh what what I see. They send them to the West Coast. They could have sent them over this way to the East Coast. I'm not saying that uh, Garcia's dad, um, you know, can't get the job done, but his son is successful. I don't, you know, uh, Freddie Roach. We don't hear. I keep saying about it. We don't hear too much from him before. I heard he has another good talent coming up. Um, you know, and but that's the bottom line. They sent him to the West Coast. We got all the big heavyweight coaches up on the East Coast. Yeah. Stand there and bang with the Philly shell and get this guy out of here. We yeah. know exactly how to get the job done. You're figuring to bounce around here, bouncing, hitting, don't be hit. I don't know if you're going to do it this time. But he need to get more encouragement, more of his self into that fight. No, I'm going to take this. I want come on, come on, okay? That type of yeah. thing. Yeah. You didn't see that in the last fights. No, no. So many different people telling them. So many different there. people telling them. The hunger wasn't there. And plus, if you look at it, Joshua was out of the ring for a very long time before that last fight, you know, with the pandemic and all that crap happening. So, you know, it's just one of those one of those things. It's he uh, still should he had all those fights. He still should be in some type of shape. He's champion. I know the layoff. And, and so what do you mean by what you just said? Well, like what you think he see Joshua in but when he when, when he fought Alexander Usyk, he was out of the ring for almost a year, right? Before that fight oh, happened. Okay. So, you know, for me, for me, he showed he showed a bit of ring rust um in that last fight against Usyk, right? So we, we're gonna have to see what he's been doing. You know, I think he's been keeping it under wraps a little bit about how he's been training, but I'd like to see. The the uh, Anthony Joshua that we know who was dominant, uh, that's what we need to see. We need to that see ring, that ring rust was a lack of that was a lack of skills. Yeah, the ring rust was a lack of skills too. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. And it, and it, 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 you know what? The proof is in the pudding, man. He's no longer the champ. He lost against a smaller guy who was more technical. That's exactly what happened. He was outboxed that night, and that's why Usyk walked away with the with the titles. 
It's just how it works. And if Joshua wants those titles back, he needs to come in here and make a statement and show that Usyk who the who the boss is in the heavyweight division. Not have this cruiserweight come up here and literally just come in and take my titles away. That was ridiculous. Shouldn't have let that happen. Definitely shouldn't have let that happen. Shout out to Scrapbox Boxing. Good evening. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, I think Tim froze, or I think his laptop died. So we'll uh, we'll wait for him to come back, I guess. So, uh, so the big, the big, the big question is just before Tim joined us was yeah. whether or not Tyson Fury is has really retired, uh, because it was reported he's got sixty five million, sixty five million dollars now based on his fights, three fights, uh, two against uh, Wilder, one against uh, Dillian White, sixty five million net in the bank. He doesn't need to fight. So, but the sportcasters are thinking, the American sportcasters that I was reading uh, this morning were all saying pretty well the same thing. You know, he's making it a bit of a joke uh, by simply uh, grabbing headlines, uh, putting his ego first, as opposed to allowing the spotlight to be shone on uh, Joshua and Music as they prepare for their big fight. So, right. you know, do, do we really like if if we can take Fury out of the equation? Um, uh, like I said, and you've got a guy like Hergovic yeah, stepping up. Uh, oh. you, you got a, a whack of big boys stepping up. Ready to oh, fight. there's a whack. We, we, got, we got tons of big boys coming up, you know. And, and you know, because of these big – because of these guys that are already in the top and, and all the all the media that's going on, some of these new guys are, are, are coming in under the radar. And, uh, you know, I've got my ear to the ground, and I've watched all these next – this next generation of big fighters – you know, we could almost create a super heavyweight division with how big some of these guys are getting. You know, you got you got like Arslanbek Megamedov. This guy's like what six eight. You know, two seventy. He's undefeated. Yeah. You know, you got yeah. Zhang. He's undefeated. You got we. There's so there's just so many. I, you could name them. You, know, you can't name them. You know, you know what Frank Warren said today? He he signed he signed a big boy. He signed uh, Bama Brown. Okay, and he said. He, given his stable, which actually includes Tyson Fury, he right. said he could fill a card himself just with heavyweights, premier talent, by the way, like good, good, top level heavyweight talent. He could put on his own card. Uh, that that's how good he feels his stable is now of heavyweight talent. Um, so anyway, so the heavyweights, it's really getting, as I said, clogged. And the longer Tyson Fury hangs on that, he should just vacate that belt and uh, let the other boys, yeah, just just properly retire like he promises to do and 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 go 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 build his own uh tyson fury camp of, of and roster of fighters like geez man spend that 65 million dollars where you you know where it's really needed and start to won't, won't have a that. drink at least <laughs> take, take a vacation go have a drink tyson <laughs> honestly though but yeah that'd be a change yeah, that would be definitely that would be a change. Uh, you know, Zhang, Zhang, and this uh, th th that's going to be a great undercard, man. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah, picking her Govic though. I really want her Govic to win. Uh, I think I think I think he'll come through in that one. I honestly yeah. think he'll come through. You know, um, Zhang, big bang. You know, yeah. you know he's he's already he's already in Saudi Arabia, man, ready to prepare for this IBF, IBF heavyweight title eliminator, and you know Hargrovic. These guys, you know, Zhang is 24-0-1 with 19 KOs. Or Grovic, 14-0, 12 KOs. Um, 
you know, this is this was originally supposed to take place May 7th in Las Vegas. However, Harovic's father passed away after a long illness just a few weeks before the fight, uh, causing right. Philip to withdraw from the bout. Uh, so, you know, after completing a long training camp uh, in the spring, Zhang did not opt to fight a different opponent. Uh, you know, he handed the tough veteran, Scott Alexander, his first KO loss by placing perfectly timed left hand on the button in the first round. Alexander was knocked cold. Uh, the footage of that KO was viewed tens of millions of times in the Chinese social media, elevating Zhang's celebrity status in his home country. So, you know, this guy's riding a high. Um, so Zhang's going to come. He's going to bring him, man. This is going to be a big battle between these two. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Might even be, honestly, could could possibly be, uh, you know, stealing the show, man, with, with the way these guys like to go at it. Definitely could be a devastating finish in that fight because we both know that Zhang and Hargrovic like to finish fights, man. They don't like to, you know, go the distance. They want to finish their opponent. They want to get in and get out and get it done. And uh, definitely recipe for nasty knockouts. And that's what we want, man. We want to see somebody teeter while they're sleeping to the ground. <laughs> you know, getting woken up by bouncing your head off the mat. And you're like, oh, where am I? Yeah, that's what we want to see, man. And definitely we can get to see it. Uh, Got to touch on it. Got to touch on it. Deontay Wilder, man, he dropped a seven-hour training video in his social media. And, uh, you know, he's nearing a deal to take on Finland's Robert Hellenius in a main event on PBC. Uh, this is crazy, man. This one's looking like October 15th, one week before Wilder's 37th birthday. Uh, Wilder ha hasn't fought since his trilogy rival Tyson Fury last October, which ended in that brutal KO loss for Deontay. Uh, you know, after he was dropped three times in the contest and hurt repeatedly throughout the fight. So, you know, for him to take all this time to come back, uh, you know, is it too soon? Should he should he have stayed away? We don't know. But uh, honestly, my, my, my answer always has been since that fight. Yes, he needs yeah. to stay. I think he was concussed. And with a brain injury, you never know what's going to happen next. I know if Tim was online, he'd say the exact same thing. Deontay Wilder should uh, take his money, say thanks very much to the sport of boxing, and continue on, as I say, with, with Tyson Fury, with their private lives. And, uh, you know, there's no, there's absolutely no reason that he has nothing to prove. Deontay Wilder uh, was a great uh, knockout artist, without a doubt. Powerful boy. But at the end yeah. of the day, he's 37. Let's, let's leave it in the hands of the kids now. Yeah. It's like how many, how many major league baseball players, how many NBA players, how many national hockey league players, how many, how many football players really truly get to get to play uh, at the premier level at the age of 37, not too many. And so right. honestly, his trainers need to say to him, Deontay, you've had your run. You've made a lot of money. You've done what you intended to do, which was to raise enough money to pay for his daughter's hospital bills. He's done that. He's done well to take on, anyone else is absolutely ridiculous because one shot to the head he's gone he's done yeah honestly i do i gotta say this part i do miss that right hand from hell i do miss it i do miss it you know like you could always you could always count on deontay wilder uh you know as long as he wasn't fighting tyson fury <laughs> <laughs> You could always count on Deontay Wilder to knock somebody silly with that right hand cocked and ready to go, unless you're Tyson yeah. Fury, because then that doesn't happen. But, you know, 
we need guys like Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder, those shit disturbers, those talkers, those flashy showboaters. We need some new guys to come in, some younger guys who, uh, you know, have that charisma. Because you know what? At the end of the day, that charisma sells tickets. And when you get guys in the ring like that, you know, it makes for great, great events. And, you know, it's unfortunate that these two guys who are, you know, at the height and pinnacle of their careers, you know, champions, and, you know, they fought each other for this amazing trilogy. And now they're both kind of like vacated from the sport. It's kind of nice to see Deontay Wilder coming back. But, you know, if he suffered a brain injury, man, the, the effects of that injury are not going to happen now. You know, 20 years from now, 57, 67, when he hits those ages, is he going to be able to walk? Is he going to be able to talk? Is he going to be able to feed himself, dress himself? That's the kind of things that he should be worried about now. You know what? You had a great career, man. You knocked out so many people. You know what? Tyson Fury is that guy that has your number. You'll yeah. never be able to beat him. You'll never be able to progress in the heavyweight division as long as that man is reigning champion. At that point, you should just retire. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see now having, I mean, following the progression of uh, the training camps and the, the media, uh, there's been following anti-Joshua and Alexander Yusek, uh, you were commenting earlier that Yusek has put on some beef. Uh, but my God, Joshua looks pretty gosh darn big as well. Yeah. Like when they were standing side by side, uh, seriously, I, I do think the size of uh, anti-Joshua arms, his biceps, <laughs> I think I think he's grown them a bit. Yeah, uh, I think so. I think so too. He does. He does look a little puffed up. <laughs> he does. He absolutely does. And, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing that fight. I mean, funnily enough, if you go back to their previous fight, I picked Joshua to win. I, I was wrong. I, but I picked him to win based yeah. on his reach alone. I thought his reach would, would gain him that victory first time out. I was wrong. So now I'm curious. Now it's gonna. Now it's literally gonna be one of these pound for pound fights. It's gonna be like who's gonna be the toughest out of the two of them. Really, truly, yeah. who, who wants it the baddest and yeah. uh, i i really don't know this it's, it's a flip the coin for me on this one but i'm just i'm just gonna as a fan i'm just gonna enjoy that fight that's gonna be a good fight to watch but the interesting thing no matter who wins it it's gonna be interesting to see who's gonna step up and 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 now challenge uh that winner and then hopefully by then that uh, fairly will will have vacated and then we'll see uh they'll be for all 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 the, all the marbles at the end of the day and that's what i'm looking forward to See, the thing is, is that if Fury doesn't retire, he's going to be called out to fight a mandatory anyway. So if he doesn't right. retire, like, you know, it's, it's all a game at this point. If you haven't officially retired, you know you're going to be called up to fight a mandatory. That's going to happen. Uh, I think that's why he's, you know, telling Dillian White to, hey, you know what, sign a contract. Let's fight it up. Let's let's get in there and do it. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But we first got to see what happens with all those other belts. We got to see if Usyk's going to hold him, if Joshua's going to get him back, and then we can see what's going to go on from there. I mean, there's no shortage. I mean, take Joe Joyce, Daniel Dubois. I mean, there's no shortage over in, just in England alone uh, of, of, of guys chomping at the bit, ready to take on. Like, they're not afraid to take on uh, the winner of that Joshua Usyk fight. They're not, no, not at all. So anyway, so my point is, is no one's waiting for Tyson Fury to step up. At the end of the day, he's had his chance. And quite frankly, throughout his career, who's who's he really beaten at the end of the day? You know, a cu couple of times he's beaten Wilder, let's yes, but out of the out of the top 
20, I think maybe only a handful across his career. Tyson yeah. Fury's, he's not, he's not a legacy fighter, if you ask me. He's, he, I'm not going to say he's not a great fighter because he has one. He is a champ. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, if you take a look, at, I mean, if, if you've got a chance to Google it, Google who he's beaten. You know, the, the name. The, you know, Otto, Otto Wallen, Tom Schwartz. Uh, he's taking on, you know, Vladimir Klitschko, Christian Hammer, you know, Derek Chisora, uh, Joey Bell, Stephen Cunningham. Uh, he's also fought, uh, you know, uh, uh, Vinny Meldone, uh, Martin, uh, Martin Rogan. You know he's taking on he's taking on a lot of big names uh, Zach Page Rich Power John McDermott, but in the you're, last but in the last my, you're proving my point though you're naming <laughs> names that realistically aren't around I mean if you look at his last five fights it's Dillian White Deontay Wilder Otto Wallen and Tom Schwartz that's that's yeah, his totally. last you know that's uh-huh. tw- that's his that's his 2019 2020. 2021 and 2022 all solved up in five names. Anyway, I'm just simply saying, like, at the end of the day, it's not, uh, it's not exactly, you know, he's not challenging. He's not accepting the challenges from people who deserve to be fighting him. And at this particular stage, he should step aside. I think we're talking a little bit too much about him, but, uh, but uh, I just thought it was funny, the comments made today um, about Tyson Fury. And his retirement, it'll be it'll be only well and good if he in fact vacates that friggin' belt. If he vacates the belt, then finally we'll know he's retired. That's all I was yeah. saying. Sorry, sorry for rambling on, guys. No, no, it's 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 fine. And you know, like we're we're talking about these heavyweights and and you know, the world rankings. Like you round up the top ten, right? Like we we got top ten according to Boxrec. It's you know Usyk, Furry, Wilder, Joshua, White, Parker, Chisora, Pulev, Joyce, and Hunter. But then you look at more. Wow! Past, I, can't, you know, England. I can't. I can't believe Michael Hunter's still in the top ten. Yeah, he's in the. He's 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 hovering in the top ten. Luis Ortiz is number eleven, and then you got huh. Martin Bacoli number twelve. Frank Sanchez, Otto Wallen, uh, Demirazen, and then we got Tony Yoka, Helenius, Dubois, uh, Konak, and Zhang, and that's the top twenty. Wow! Right, so. There's a lot of names. And then as you go down this list, right, as you go down this list, you start seeing names that uh, that have popped up on fights here and there that you can remember, you know, Huni, Hargrovic, Rice, Serenko, Cheney, um, Jalilov, uh, David Allen. There's a lot of heavyweights that are coming up in the background here, you know, Jerry Forrest, F.A. Jogba, George Ares. So there's guys... There's guys that are slowly climbing, slowly climbing, slowly climbing. So I can't wait, man. We're gonna we're gonna get some great heavyweight action going on in the future, as uh, as these other heavyweights start to come up. Like you know, J- Jared Big Baby Anderson isn't even in the talks yet, man. You know I what know, I mean? I know. This is like he, he's being slept on, and I'm telling you, he is one of these guys. I've been watching that kid from day one, and he is chefing up knockouts for free. That's what he's doing. Honestly, I can't wait to see that guy in some great international action, man. Uh, he's, he's another one coming up. And honestly, there's lots of great young heavyweight talent coming up. So yeah. we're, we're excited. We're excited here. But uh, that's that's pretty much all we got to really talk about, I guess. Well, well I, you know, the other thing you, you had mentioned was uh, the need for these younger 
heavyweights to learn from a guy like Tyson Fury how yeah. to address the media and how yeah. to keep the fans interested in the sport of boxing. Yeah. And in this in this particular regard, I would I would argue that Tyson Fury's taken advantage of that position, but at least he's educating his young guy as to how to control the media, control yeah. the message, and and educate uh, and inform these guys as to how to take the bull by the horns, say the right thing, say you're ready for the fight. But in this particular case, it's the opposite. He's ready to retire. Uh, but the, the, the young, young guy should be learning from Tyson Fury as to how to take control of page one of the sports section of the newspapers and, and dominate over all the other sport uh, industries out there. Like, you know what? Come to think of it, you know, kind of like golf has their masters. And I think maybe even tennis has a master's kind of division. Yeah. Maybe maybe boxing needs that too, where, where Deontay Wilder, yeah, okay. If there are enough fans out there who are really interested in Deontay Wilder. And I don't, I don't think so, you know, because they pulled the plug on the Jake Paul fight, not because of five or 10 pounds, but because they hadn't sold any tickets. Yeah. You know, so if Jake Paul can't sell tickets, then can Deontay Wilder? That's the question. But let's just say there was a master's division in boxing where you had uh, over or past their prime fighters going toe to toe with helmets on. You know, <laughs> counting, counting, counting on liver shots to win fights, for example. You know, right. that might be interesting. Or liver shots only. That would be right. <laughs> it's a little slow. I had to get my phone. Excellent. We got you. We got you back, Tim. <laughs> yeah, right. sorry about that. My, my the video was kind of slow, but I but um, you can hear me talking, right? Yeah, we can hear. Yes. Okay, sorry about that. We were talking about it. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm back now. Yeah, excellent. All right. <laughs> Yeah, we were just we were just touching on um, how, how we think that you know at this at this point Deontay Wilder should probably just stay out of the game, and uh, you know yeah we talked about that before too, remember? Yeah, and he's coming back. He's coming back in October. Yeah, Terry hasn't really been beat up, up that much. Um, you know, Ali came back a couple of times. Uh, did Joe Frazier came back too? Right? Yeah. Hey, George so Foreman think, came back. George Foreman came back and won titles. Yeah, yeah. So um, uh, he, he really just coming off of uh, a big fight, and he's still in okay shape. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I, I think he could give it another try. See, the thing with Fury, though, is, is he's saying that he's retired, but he hasn't officially retired. It's oh, all okay. I think it's all a game, right? Because honestly – Eventually, the mandatory the mandatory is going to come into effect, and he's going to have to fight somebody. So you're either retired, or you're waiting for for or for the WBC to say that's who you're fighting next. Right. So he officially makes that statement. He is he's got a target on his back, man, because he's got a belt. So realistically, he's not he's not retired. He's still the WBC champ, and until that happens, until he officially retires, he's still legal. He's still in the game. I think it's all. It's, I heard it's, he got rid of Sugar Hill. Yeah, yeah. I saw it the other day. I think he got his. I forgot his name, but he. he I, I used to train with him. Uh, his cousin, um, Shania. His Tyson Fury uh, cousin name. Isaac. Okay. And then, and then, you know what we got. We got Deontay Wilder taking on Robert Hellenius. This is going to be a good one. Um, right. I, I don't even know what to say about that. Just, 
You know, at this point, at this point, for somebody like Deontay Wilder, okay, what do you do? You win a couple of fights. Uh, you end up getting into title contention again and end up facing the same guy who's kicked your ass three times. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, you, you step into the world of broadcasting and or management. That's yeah. what you do when you're Deontay Wilder. You're a known figure in the United States. Uh, you're popular. You're well-spoken. Um, a good-looking man. Uh, you make a great personality for commentating. You know, I mean, that's what you do. You know, you, you realize you're 37 years of age. One shot to the head, you're dead. So why risk it? Why risk it? Get into broadcasting. Get into management. Get into training. Whatever. Uh, open up wilder gyms. You know, 100 gyms across the country. We, people go. People want to become as buff as him. For sure. <laughs> and he'd probably make more money doing that than fighting Planius. Okay. You know, at the end of the day, why why risk your life is all I'm saying. I've said it since day one. After that Tyson Fury fight, he got hammered. He got concussed. He needs to stay down. Right. Right. Anyway. That, it, it, you know what? It, it is what it is. It's it's Deontay Wilder. He really doesn't need to do it. He should take a broadcasting job before he can't hold a set. Endings. <laughs> <laughs> Before he's like, uh, 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 he fought, like right. fought. you know. Right. We don't, Deontay, take a break, bud. Get behind the camera, sit down, commentate, make your make your jokes. You know, you're a character. Definitely, broadcasting could do wonders with him, and uh, you know he should take that take that opportunity. You know, sign a nice twenty year contract to sit ringside, and you know make millions of dollars. Why not do that? What, why didn't he just join the? Join the Talk and Fight Network. Go yeah. sit ringside when we broadcast and live stream right. events. You know he, right. he, he can he can grab a microphone. My gosh, I've seen so many former boxers grab the microphone and do really well with it. So anyone can do it, really. Hey man, exactly. we can do it. He can do it. Exactly, exactly. Tim, welcome back. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, it's okay. Hope, it's okay. I hope it don't go out. I hope it don't go well, out again. We're almost at the end of the show anyway, so. At least, at least you made it back to say goodbye to everybody. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I want to hear about Tim's. I want to hear about Tim's event. Where he's going to live stream for us. Yeah. Are you talking about? Yeah, I'm talking. You talking about? I'm, yeah, they moved it back. No, guys, I'm two forty one. I lost thirty. I lost twenty some pounds. I went to the gym today. Um, I came off at two forty one. So I will be two. 35 in the next 10 days. First nice. time in thirds. So, so, um, so, so the exhibition is against uh, this guy, Leo, who's from Berwick, Pennsylvania. He's he got a, 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 a gym, Rocky Boxing, a lot of amateur shows. And he just want to, you know, bring in the area. He want to bring some, you know, some uh, guy like me to come in and raise, raise the, whatever the bar is, what they doing over there. So, I'm just looking forward to it. He wants huh? you to bring some hype to his. He wants you to bring the hype to his gym, get him boosted up, man. Yeah, That's and the area up in Berwick, up in Berwick. Yeah. So, and they did. Just, uh, he had a couple of shows, and he did very good. He got a beautiful gym. They pushed it back, though. They pushed it back. Huh? No, no, no headgear, right? Uh, I think we're gonna have to need headgear. We're gonna have to need gear. It's, it's um, okay, I don't think. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think he's gonna come at me. 
shape right now. And I've been hitting a hammer. I can go three hammer without stopping. Do the ropes. Wow. Three minutes without stopping. Wow. I just got this running 30 minutes, 30 minutes yesterday on the treadmill and hit the head five times. Um, so I just got to get my legs in shape. My body, my upper body is okay. And I'm throwing combinations pretty sharp. But my legs got to get stronger because my back hurts a little bit. But I can see I could get better. I got to get better. So I'm ready. If Tyson or any of them uh, want to do 25 days, I'm ready. There you go. And I'm 64. Yeah, man. <laughs> Look at my face. Look at my face. I, 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 my face is a little thinner. Yep. I stepped yep. on the skill, 241. Wow. Wow. That's great, Tim. So you can see where my face is getting a little. I can't wait to see you in this exhibition match. And we're going to live stream. Oh, oh. Listen, we supposed to play that, right? We supposed to get the video of it, right? Yep. We're going to play it off. We supposed to do that live, right? Yeah, we're going to do it live. Okay. So all the fans watching, be on the lookout for us to be live streaming Tim Witherspoon's exhibition match in the near future on this channel. You're not going to want to miss it. Trust me. Tim is going to be at a weight of 235 pounds, and he hasn't been there in years. You're looking good, Tim, and I can't wait to see you in there. Even though it's thank you, I can't wait to see it. Hey, you know what, guys? It'll be it'll be the first match of the masters division for the talk and fight belt. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We definitely going to do this. Nice big championship belt. Looking forward to the skills. I don't know if I'm gonna knock him out. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, <laughs> that would be too bad. We just try, we just trying right, to right. get it, to add something to add something to the amateur shows. That's all. Right on. Yeah. Right no on. good That's stuff. Right. Well, it might be a reason why he pushed it back. It was October. It was uh October the tenth. I think he moved it. I think it was September 9th or tenth for some and he moved back, no, so he must be scared of me now. Yeah, he must yeah, be scared he of me. <laughs> he's he's seen the he's seen the videos of you on the internet, and he knows you're getting in shape. So now he's uh man, I better take this serious. I better work. I know out. him. I know him. I know. Uh, I know him. I know him. His name's Leo. He's an Italian brother, and um, he's doing a good job with that gym up there. He's doing a good job. So I think he made. I think he went too far with all this because I'm gonna be ready for him. Yeah, you are. <laughs> See, I, I'm, I can't wait, man. It's going to be great. That's well, gonna be fun. I guess it's time. Um, yeah, let's yeah. It's, uh, it's about that time. We're going to get out of here. What do you guys – you guys want to say uh, your last words before we leave? No, I'm, I'm looking um, forward to that Tiafoma Lopez fight tomorrow night. Yeah. Uh, looking oh, for the big heavyweight man. clashes next weekend. Yeah. We got two yeah, weeks of solid action. Yeah. I'm sorry. Real quick before you – Talking about TFL, we, we did that stuff on YouTube, and um, and I see the things that he does, and he's to me he's making too many movements just to do one thing, and a lot of mm-hmm. boxers are doing that. That's the only um I seen them do like making stepping out here looking pretty, instead of doing mm-hmm. basic stuff. When he can get them quick, basic stuff, he can get the job done. But he look he want to look pretty. I think that's the way he was taught. I don't think his trainer could teach him A, B, C, and D. I don't know, but he was doing a lot of nice, fancy stuff and, and looked like it worked. 
But it's going to be a point when you're fighting somebody tough and stronger. You're going to need them basic bend your knees, keep your defense tight, slip it, and stay in that pocket. You know, move it, but stay in that pocket and fire back. So he might need that in a fight like this. And if it's a tough fight, you're going to need that tight defense. He might not be able to, to move around pretty. And he's a good kid, but I like him. He's capable of winning those fights like that. Yeah. But this might be, he moved up a weight. This might be a little bit test, a big test for him. And I think this is where you're going to need the basic down and eliminate some of that fancy movement and get the job done. I That's just my opinion. I think, I think I think he's gonna get the job done. After seeing the video okay. of you giving him a little tip, those little tips of how to tighten up a little bit and less movement, he really was taking that into consideration, and you could see the the uh, the 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 intent that uh, that that you were putting. You were intending him to learn this, and he was sucking it in like a sponge. So I'm gonna be surprised to see if he uses. The, uh, the tips that you were giving him out on the street, man, he, he might actually, you know, use that, which will tighten him up. And I think we might see somebody a little, we might get surprised. You might see a little bit of a different TFOMO tomorrow night. Yeah, we, we was exchanging knowledge. We was exchanging knowledge. And it was, you know, a little bit different for him, a little bit different for me for what he was doing. And I just, I just uh, thought he sometimes. Sometimes you make it too much movement just to throw one punch. And, right. and I like to tell boxers, like, you can just get that job done and move forward instead of doing all that extra movement stuff. It's okay, mm -hmm. but you want to just get this guy out of here, or you, just, you know, and you want to get that punch in there. But that fancy stuff don't work all the time. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. And you, you know can, what? It's, 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 you in control. You in control. And, that, and your opponent can't that hard. I can see you doing that. But don't take no chances. Don't take no chance get this job done get that title and go ahead and help the people and, and, and enjoy your title instead of, you know play That's around it. later on yeah yeah well you guys have heard that wise wisdom from tim witherspoon man. <laughs> we love it we love it tim thank you yeah all right so for this friday night panel i guess it's a conclusion what up, Talking Fight fans? Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Friday Night Panel with Tim Witherspoon, myself, and Graham. We'll see you next week. Same time, same channel. New topics. We're out. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>